So that, I guess that's part of the whole thing that I'm a little bit confused by is so the integration of your own shadow, right? Mm-hmm. On a collective level, not not a collective level, on a like existence level, the is the darker energies aren't per se a shadow. They're conscious, right? The shadow is just an aspect of yourself that is behaving unconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, so there are dimensional beings, fourth dimensional beings, and I'm sure higher dimensional beings that are also negatively or service to self charged. I just, like, I, it makes sense to me that it's playing out here on the planet. It doesn't necessarily make sense to me on a larger scale or a higher perspective. Well, I think that when... Yeah, I, I don't necessarily understand that either, but I think that you... So, so then, you know, we say that we are all made of love, right? Like, that's kind of the, mm-hmm. you know, you're made of love. We, well, well, we are. I don't know. Like, we are aspects of source. But everything at a level is an aspect of source. So maybe it's just kind of how far... And in what direction you've kind of pursued that service to self path. And at what point you have the realization and go, I don't want to do this. And allow yourself to be transmuted into the light. But from a dimensional standpoint, those, from the way that I understand, like, like the... This lower frequency, um, I guess, emotions, those lower frequencies like anger and fear, and can that exist on, those, those can't exist beyond certain dimensions, correct? So... I think they can in some capacity because we're in a like a closed experiment system. Oh, they can't exist beyond a certain dimension here. Yes. Because of the Yes. The not wall. Firmament. Firmament. <laughs> same thing? I feel like it's the same thing. And the 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 grid or the gate around the fourth dimension. Pretty sure it's the same thing. That's interesting, man. You're this flatter thing. I'm because you have latched onto it and started to like research it a little bit more. It's the only thing that allows me to kind of go like, okay, 
Like I'll listen to what Kristen has to say about it <laughs> because I look at everything else that I've seen has been like far too like f fanatical and like not even cult-like, but just so, what is the term for when a, a conspiracy theorist is so out of touch with how to actually communicate the, they're so they're so so deep in the duality of it and the polarity of it and the like yeah yeah yeah, yeah and i think that is some of that like arsenal energy where you know i do think that there are those light workers that came to burn the old shit down and to reveal the shit that's been going on but i think that those those people are holding they're not holding the whole picture. They're holding a really heightened aspect of the picture. Yes. That, and I, that's the part of it where I go, like, I can't really listen to that. Because it's so devoid of the whole picture that it just, I just go, okay, yeah, I mean, sure, that's very possible that that's true. It wouldn't surprise me on any level. But I don't resonate with the way that you're talking about it. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm interested to some degree, I'm even hesitant to say that, on uh, kind of where that path takes you. <laughs> you're so good at like researching and discerning and, and uh, you know, figuring things out. I'm, I'm very interested in, in that. And I, I think there's elements of it that make sense, like the firmament. Yeah, because I think, in my mind, ancient maps, like cartography, sailors, different time periods, maps looked different in encyclopedias before the 1950s. They were flat. Yeah, like, I, I haven't researched any of that to be able to, like, I'm sure there's somebody out there that would argue against that in some way. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that makes sense when there's no observational proof of like gravity that can't be proven by density so even getting into into that because if it was if gravity was the thing then how do butterflies fly how do like feathers float in the air gravity like if we're being held and all these gallons of water being held onto the globe and we're being held onto the globe and these buildings are being held by this sheer force of gravity how so well when you step back and truly think about the you know if, if every aspect of our reality is truly our belief right and what we manifest which i believe mm -hmm. and that's why i guess I, I was getting to this point earlier i was asking you so earth is being right because if every aspect of our collective reality is just our beliefs and our collective agreements it seems to me that like earth could be a construct yes I think that that is more accurate 
Like, I think this will be, like, just a dream we had. In a sense. Yeah, in a sense. And I don't even think that we understand dreams enough to be able to classify it as a dream. Because I think it's different than what we would just call a dream that we had. Um, yeah, because... I think the Earth could be just a, an energy that is able to sustain so, other energies. So at that point, couldn't it be flat or round? Like, is, if it's just a construct, isn't it just like the form that like we you collectively you know believe it to be? That's a good question. Because uh... I think that's where science, you know, science measures the external and, you know, tries to reproduce it. And then that's kind of the scientific method, right? Uh... Yeah, man, the, the idea of science, though, is so, like, that it doesn't exist. Like, there's a third-dimensional science that yeah, it, we were it taught, but... When it exists in the sense that you can run repeatable experiments on the external, but... You just can't do any of those that back up a globe Earth theory. <laughs> <laughs> not a one. Not an observation, not a picture, not a one. So... <laughs> <laughs> so if science is observing and, you know, measuring the collective or the, the external, what, as our collective agreements shift, as we ascend, those repeatable experiments, the science will change, right? Yeah, there's emergence of science and spirituality that are merging together. Sure. And that, you know, with science being hijacked the way that it is. I feel like there's two different kinds of science out there. There's science that is, you know, people that are genuinely trying to, like, understand the world and, and do the right thing. And then there's the political side of science. Which yeah, but is... even the scientists that you look at that are like, oh, they're just trying to do the right thing. They've been educated in schools. Like, they don't really even have a shot. Yes. Yeah, 100%. So, so yeah, it's kind of hard to... But, I mean, that, that kind of has to be the foundation for what we call science, right? Because that is the education model. And that is the baseline collective agreements. If we didn't have those collective agreements that we all called science and we all agreed to, then what we called science would be different. Right? Yeah. And so you're saying, like, because it's a collective agreement, therefore, that's the, that is enough to make it the reality. It, it, that is what makes it the reality. If our collective agreement on something was different the science to back it up would be different. Well, that, that's where I, the, I wonder though, like if something is built on and the collective agreement is made from a lie and not from love, mm -hmm. then, then it's a lie. It's just, a, it, it's just, yeah, but it's still a projection. It's still an illusion that you experience. I don't, nobody's experiencing it. Nobody's experiencing 
And and really it's they're experiencing it's, the lie. Right. And you can put thought to something. You can think about something, but if you don't put energy behind the thing, then nothing's gonna happen. And I think that there's been this attempt to like create this energy around that being a globe earth thing, which, you know, who knows what purpose that serves. I think it's to disempower us, but I mean, it could be anything. But if we're like, I don't know that many people outside of flat earth people that are like passionately putting their energy behind it. Like everybody else is like, all right, it's a globe, cool. Except for the people that know it's a lie. And I don't think you can really create from that place. So you're saying that we're, okay, so you're saying from the Earth experience, we're not actually experiencing around Earth, is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. We're experiencing flat Earth. 100%. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So because the round Earth theory is created from a lie, you can't create from that space, there's nobody putting energy into it, that actual manifestation of a round Earth is not what we are actually experiencing. Yeah. So this is the, I guess this goes back to the question, then why is it a lie? Because if Earth is construct, You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then what makes the round earth well, more think... truth than a lie? Or is it other than the, we can throw round earth completely out the window and just, or excuse me, throw flat earth completely out the window and just say that the, the round earth is, was, is a lie and there hasn't been energy put behind it. So the we're not experiencing a round earth because of that it doesn't necessarily mean that we are experiencing a flat earth we are experiencing third dimensional physicality yes so even if that is illusory at the higher perspective and on some greater level we we are on and experiencing physical form and because that's the belief and it's based in truth and we we prop that up so much like the earth is a shape she is physicality even if that's like the end of you know i could morph it could shift it could change it could all these things you mm -hmm. know we we've morphed it shifted and changed it you know somebody built a house there you know Mm -hmm. um, but in order, I mean, if that was the original thing, was a fifth dimensional being experiencing a shift from form to formlessness, from the fifth to the seventh dimension, that allowed beings to come participate in that experience with her, and then got drug into the third dimension, and deeper into physicality, and then into polarity and duality. We, she is a, she is a shape on, at that so the, level. She's holding her a own particular, truth, yes. right? Yeah. So it's she's she is the manifestation. Okay. Hmm. All right. 
I don't know if we answered any questions there, but <laughs> did, uh, so if she is a being and is holding whatever shape she is holding and exists, so, so that, so then the earth is not a manifestation of us. See, that's the part that I get caught up on. She's also her own manifestation. But I think, too, then there's, there's agreements based in truth that I'm sure took place at some point. Mm-hmm. And globe Earth has not been around long enough to undo the truth and knowingness of a flat Earth. So where did the idea... I, I really was not intending to talk to you about fucking flat earth, but I guess we are. Where was the idea of the globe? Do you know the history of like when was that idea brought forth? Like introduced? Like, yeah, like who introduced it? So that's from what I'm not super versed in some of that. Um, but they do say that there were pictures of flat earth as recently with, with the firmament and all that as recently as encyclopedias in the 1950s. And in 50, uh, that might've been early 60s, late 50s was when the Antarctic Accord went into place, which was like, nobody could go there. And all of these countries started banding together somehow 52 different countries i think at this point maybe 54 can all agree on how they're existing in antarctica mm-hmm. but can't agree on shit else so and then there was an explorer that flew a plane and had like a like a wrote a like a, released his journals like on his deathbed explaining what he found which was like people living like warm running water fields oh i didn't know that i just thought that he i thought that he had explored it and like came back with the notion that based on the way he flew that the world must be flat i didn't realize that he like saw like something different other than ice uh, he flew like just kind of kept going which is like oh you know we'll just see what happens lost communication but kept recording his like thoughts and whatever and at one point stops lands his plane like touches the water it's like running water not frozen um there's green grass like um and at some point he gets over and gets beamed into a a building like his plane like engines killed and they suck him down through some building and he gets out and is like you know who are you people they said they all had swastikas and like on uniforms all looked very like Aryan but were like uh which is hard to say because the swastika is initially a, a sign of the light yeah of the light, ancient yeah. um but that there were people there living some type of like high technology existence like and they sent him back when 
like, all right, like you can go back now. Hmm. And he That's... came back and like, it's like super discredited. It was like all this stuff. And then on his deathbed, he released his journal. That's very interesting. Um... Yeah, there's just so many thoughts like running through my head. Um, so Hopefully I didn't get got on like, but I mean, I looked this up like several different times and watched several different things. Yeah, I mean, there's no, I, I think that when you're discussing this topic, you can't really hold anybody accountable to being right or wrong. It's well, like, if you're going right. to research it, fine. If you find out some really cool information, fine. If you want to speak about that, fine. But you don't have to be defined by the fact that you've done research into Flat Earth. I think that's where things get tricky in the first place. Yeah. It's like you're labeled a lunatic for even like looking into it or speaking about it. So I wouldn't worry about that too much. Um, well, it was all like right around the same time period where like all these, like, you know, it starts getting changed in schools and textbooks and you know, like they teach you about globe earth like day one of like preschool and kindergarten. Oh, okay. So getting back to what I was asking before, like how it was introduced, didn't Galileo, wasn't, I don't, I don't, I've not studied any, any of this, but wasn't he the guy that was like ostracized for like proclaiming that the world no, that was that the world was the center of the universe and that rotated Which it, around the sun. It, it, we, it is. Like, the, the constellations from the North Star and, like, where the signs are when you look at, like, an astro astrology map mm -hmm. haven't oh. changed. So Galileo is just a bullshit fucking story. Yeah. Like, that's just part of a narrative to like make it plausible that like how that it we got and, to how yeah. we got to this place. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Also Stonehenge, not real. Like <laughs> this is fun. Um Stonehenge. <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad all my research is paying off. Um All right, so that's interesting. Yeah. So far I can follow your logic with 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 all of this. All of the constellations, they haven't moved. They have in thousands of years. Like they're all just spinning around the North Star same over and over that's why we can map it that's why we can measure it we're the fucking center and what would be like you don't want people if you're trying to control gods living on a place you don't want them to know that they're the center of the universe like they're the center of this whole oh, thing oh that was the thing that so when i watched Lori describe the 12th dimensional grid and kind of the construct of all of that. The, the question that I struggled with in it was, it, Earth was the experiment. It was all created for Earth, and that includes all of space. Like, ever, it, the entire experiment is encompassed in a, not necessarily the firmament, but a larger, 12th dimensional grid that is supporting the entire experiment, right? Yeah. And then there's far more beyond that 12th dimensional grid, but w what we're doing is encompassed in this bubble, right? 
and it didn't make 100% sense to me that there were all of these different pieces, like different planets, suns, stars, all of these different things out there that all this crazy stuff was going on. And like, that's kind of where we're looking for, you know, exploring space and, and all of that. But then Earth was the experiment that all of it was created for. I didn't, the, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me that that aspect of like pursuing outside of earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What better way to like Fuck. disempower a bunch of gods than to have them convinced that like they're not special. They're just evolutionarily from monkeys spinning through space. What better way to siphon $60 million a day from them? with nasa mm, yeah yeah it's like you make a pretty core. good fucking argument for this it, it's because i was curious the reason i brought it up was because that all of the information that you hold that i know to be true and that i understand and for you to be able to tie this fuck nut notion of <laughs> <laughs> flat earth and the fuck nut people that i see talk about it together with it and make it meld with what I know to be true and then I, I, I never see we talked about the people earlier but I never see the people who talk about flat earth ever talking about anything remotely like ascension related or holding things just just even holding something in compassion or it all feels like like you had mentioned earlier the perspective they hold was very dualistic. So this is, hmm, this is interesting. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> uh, what other questions could I ask? Um, well, and I think too, so there's a lot of ancient reference and, um, and even like channelers bringing this information through now. And um, as this divine feminine is waking up where the divine feminine was cast into the underworld and very potentially we are all existing in the underworld mm -hmm. well which from is a collective manifestation we are right and that's like if you look at a flat earth map that's accounted for that space is accounted for yeah i notice i've seen some flat earth maps that look like the tree of life yeah. That look like the... Well, the tree of life is like the it. central thing. So it's, it's the trilogy. It's all of it. Mm -hmm. It's the, what encompasses our entire reality. Everything. It's, there's, yeah, that's not a question. So that is kind of interesting. Yeah, because it has like the roots underneath it. It was like a floating island. Yeah, and we're waking up these aspects of ourselves and like the shadow and... And going through, we're purging this underworld. Oh, fuck. It would always make, that would be an interesting dot to connect. Have you ever watched movies uh, like Avatar? Um, there's, it's, this shows up in a few different movies, but the, the, the floating islands, like it'll be a planet. And then like the planet will have these floating islands that have like long strings of roots coming down. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And you, 
it's sci-fi it's like this fantasy and you're like man that's fucking amazing like how all that stuff how is could, just code how it's... could it float but but like how could it float you know like that doesn't like that we could never experience that here because you know this is not how things work so it was just always this fantasy idea the idea that we're living on one of those is uh would make a lot of sense uh-huh it, it would be it, a big synchronicity well and think of it too how like when we look at like the dark agenda around it, some of that stuff we already talked about, but what a better way to like, I mean, it's like abusive relationship 101. Like, you just gaslight the shit out of people. You can't observe anything that, that relates to globe earth. Nothing, there's nothing. What better way to like, you hammer it into people like, no, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. And everybody's going like, but it's okay. So like none of my senses work or. When I think that is when people start to slow down and kind of look inside themselves and maybe go through the waking up process or whatever. And you start to recognize your programming and then you maybe have a couple of instances where you realize that like, oh, your, your reality was heavily influenced on this programming that you know, you know now is not true. So then you can start going down the rabbit hole of, well, what else isn't true? One that's liberating and empowering. It may be scary at first, you know, to kind of all of a sudden in your body feel these triggers of safety issue, you know, that lack of safety or that trauma that you've been low grade experiencing for your whole life based on the, con the lies you've been fed. It's triggering at first when you start to go down that path. And so I think some people get stuck in that trigger because they haven't they haven't figured out exactly how their energy body and emotional body works and how to transmute some of that energy. But, and, and that's part of it. Like they, they play on that too. Like, okay, yeah, go, go see that we lie straight to your face constantly. Like, see how you sit with that. And we're just kind of, once you kind of can purge some of that stuff through and just kind of, okay cool like all of this is a lie and things will come up and you'll have to purge this through and it becomes an exercise and shadow work and you start to realize that like you're empowered even if yeah. you can change nothing about it you've now purged these generationally old lies that you've humanity has been fed you've been fed your whole life and you start you start picking up old scabs and going like okay we're just gonna go ahead and feel this one through well yeah and you said empowered um completely empowered right like empowered with everything all of it yeah because like who's gonna show up and be like like, there's, like, who's going to get one over on you now? Like, at least for any length of time, nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, we get a, hmm. uh, an angry mob alien invasion. You're just going to be like, okay, how'd you get in the firmament? 
pretty sure they don't let you guys in. Gotta yeah, be, you well, gotta be one of the nice ones to come in. And I talk to them, and you're not it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I definitely know what you mean. Um, so we can. I would like to talk to you more about some of that stuff, just to add context to maybe the other side of this conversation. But we can do that later. Um, <laughs> What other flat earth? Hmm. Man, you tied that together really well. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's to the point, like, it, like now, I'm almost like, I don't even, like, yeah, you can think I'm crazy. I, like, that really says a lot more about you than it does me. Nothing. There's nothing, nothing observable. Nothing. And the equations that they, that, that NASA and, and quote unquote science has for their formulas of, for gravity, for the curvature of the earth. Like how the fuck, you can look out of the ocean for miles and it's flat. Like at what point does it start bending? Well, I think that the assumption is that you can't see far enough that's been to proven curve. to be total bullshit right in the middle east because of how the atmosphere is in the middle east you can actually see the trajectory of the sun you see that it doesn't set because of how the like where there are where they're at like and how the i guess just how the air is there mm -hmm. you can just you can track it just normal uh like with your eyes so like they don't really even hold a, a belief there that there's a globe earth. Like they, apparently it's more common in the Middle East to believe that it's flat. Hmm. So what I was yeah. saying before uh, about not being able to see, right? Mm -hmm. And this might be just my own assumption, but that you, you can't see with the human eye far enough to actually observe any sort of curvature and it would just look like a straight line. Well, but you can, if you can see 10, 10 miles, which we know that like supposedly the horizon line is 15. Well, that's what I was getting to was at what, what should the curvature be? Because we assume the earth is so big that you can't actually like. At 10 miles, it should be 60 feet, if I'm remembering. And that's based on. That's based on. That's on based on NASA's calculations. Yes, like that's of based what, on like, the measurement, the circular of the size of the globe, and when you when you come out and how to measure. Yeah, math and science, reg, like known math science, their own. Based on the circumference circumference of the Earth, and where you stand, so that that you should be able to see 10 miles away a house that you would that is 10 miles away you shouldn't be able to see the house yeah. but you can't see 10 miles away necessarily but with the telescope then you can right yeah, you and that's get a, a line Nikon of sight 900 ca camera which is like a fairly common popular camera yeah and you can zoom in far enough you can zoom in far enough to see that the stars and the planets 
are. Well, let's stick to just what okay. the question I'm asking here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, okay. I got excited that I got you on my side of the fence. So, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're losing me. <laughs> so. All right. All right. <laughs> if you aimed a camera, this Nikon camera, just a telescope or whatever, something that gave you the ability to see 10 miles away, and at 10 miles, what should the drop be? It should be 60 feet, 60 feet. every 10 miles. So a well, 20 it foot. Amplifies it, it. So at like, you know, 20 miles, it's like 300 feet or you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So, uh, right. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Cause it's ball, the radius. Yeah. So let's just use 10 miles, 60 feet. So a two story house, two story house is roughly with a roof, 24 feet tall, something like that. Um, you should be able to see a 22 story or a 22 story, a 22 foot tall building. You should be able to see that with the telescope if the earth is flat, but if it's not because of the curvature of the earth, you shouldn't be able to see it at all. Mm -hmm. It should be like almost 40 feet lower than you technically. Mm -hmm. 10 miles, it just doesn't seem like the, that curvature should be right. So I guess the only way to accurately, because it would be very easy for me to stand on a hill with a telescope and look 10 miles away and see a two-story house, even with the earth being curved. So you have, there has to be an assumption in that experiment that there is no elevation change on the ball itself. Or if you're like at, like they've had people from plains or from high mountains. Like the one I liked his, he went up, up on a mountain on one side and there's a big lake, like 22 mile lake in between the one kind of mountain top and the other. Mm -hmm. And you can clearly see the other mountain top and the water is level. Water never at any point starts to curve. Yeah, but that one I don't understand enough to like, yeah, you can say that. Like I can agree to that. Like if I, if I have a glass of water and I set it there, I, I can't measure curvature on it. If you have a lake, you maybe can't measure, measure curvature on that. But you should be able to. But I don't know who's saying that. Like that, that could be no different than somebody saying that it does curve because you can't really observe that either. Well, so like with, like you could fill up anything and whatever is, it doesn't matter what's on the bottom. It doesn't matter what it will always reach. I know, level but at, the top. At, a, at a, at a small level, you're not going to be able to necessarily measure in, or, or is that the known science? The known science is water is always flat. Yeah. That's known science is it yeah it always always goes to level that's that's the the nasa science yes. the science that that's the answer it always finds its own level yeah always finds its own level against that's, what like the top of it like its own level it's like how they can put water in levels like yeah, no, I understand the concept of water finding its own level from this, from that s standpoint. But I guess what I'm saying from what, if the earth is round, oh, 
At what point the Earth does it is round? Bending? When is it? What is level in the first place? If the Earth is round, right? What is level based on? Right. Oh, Kristen, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to go on record and say I really don't give a shit, but I'm starting to feel like more and more like maybe I should. There's a lot of, it's weird, because it is one of those things like who gives a shit? Like it doesn't impact your day-to-day yeah, life huge. at all. But like you start peeling those, those layers back it's and like, it is like layer after layer after layer. I mean, it's everything. It's a deep, it holds deep everything. conditioning. Yeah, well, and you've got, it, it ties in Masons, it ties in secret societies, it ties in you know, governments and money and, this, and education and medicine and science. Like, it, it's, it's like the culminating point. It's like it all breeds from... It all boils down to that one giant lie. Yeah. Fuck me. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly. I don't know if I can hold that yet. Um, at least I'm not going to admit to holding it from one conversation but I will talk to you about this more <laughs> um, man uh, it wouldn't surprise me I've always kind of held that belief that it wouldn't surprise me you but know nothing it's, really it's surprises hard, though, me to but see like why does it matter like that, and I think that's where most people stop I so, can like, who see gives it a shit? now though based on the conversation that we've had like I can see where that's like the perfect lie yeah and it's everything it is the reason that we are the only species that lives on this planet and pays to do so because of this idea of exploring the out there like it's such so many like paradoxes and mind traps well and it forces you into not knowing who you are you can't know who you are from the external, so you have to go inside to truly and to truly know who you are, which is true anyway, but that's really only from a state of healing. Once you're healed and integrated, you don't have to go inside to know who you are. You just know who the fuck you are, and you are. But it makes sense that there are certain... Hi, puppy. So I guess I'll ask this then. So there are carvings, there are stone. Here, let's pause this for a second and just actually just walk with it on. I'll cut it out. It's that earthy vibe. What? It's that earthy vibe. Okay, so what I was saying is uh, we, were t we were talking about uh, knowing who you are. There's nothing in the out ex external to really, like, everything in the external is really telling you, like, not what you're not, right? Or it's, it's all set up. Mm -hmm. The external is, like, all set up based on that lie, so you don't know who you are. Now, And won't what? think you're important enough to, like, to, it's to convince you just you don't matter. You are uh, this... Uh, big bang monkey accident. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. Uh, are hieroglyphics, are there things like ancient, because you mentioned Stonehenge isn't real, yeah. which is fine, but there are artifacts from, let's just say Egypt in particular, of these civilizations that 
were seemingly awake on some level. Yes. This was before so a lot of this programming. This has only been in the last 10,000 years that we have been in this uh, matrix, fourth dimensional dark energy matrix field. It's only been half of our um, Kali Yuga. Yeah, the 24,000 year cycle. 26, yeah. 26. Yeah. Which it also feels very by design because, you know, we wanted to experience this polarity. We're coming up in ascension, like all of these things. So like for higher perspective, but that's also a big part of why this is so huge right now is because a planet has never, or I should say a planetary being, because it's not a planet, but uh, has ever come back from the, the levels of polarity that we experience now. Yeah. Um, are the Egyptian hieroglyphics, are those tools to help you wake up, tools to help you remember? Like what, like those carvings, like that kind of stuff, was that like a, what was that? So yes and no. Um, so I guess, anything important, we don't have access to. So yeah, that was my question. So I lost my train of thought there. You you said Stonehenge is fake. Is that stuff real, or is that all stuff that has been kind of placed as part of this narrative, or is it a combination of both? It's a combination of both, I would say. Anything that's important that really like reveals who we are has either been misconstrued, misdirected, hidden away under the Vatican, um, buried with how. Who knows? Um, it, it's crazy. Like, we stopped progressing. We stopped moving forward, like, from a technological standpoint in a lot of ways. Like, like in terms of how it benefits the masses of humanity. Like, we just haven't... We, we should have access to information. Like, those ancient things. But what I have been told... Um, told red experience is like nothing of like don't go seeking in the ancient mystery schools the, the, the knowledge is coming full bore in with those people that carried the ancient knowledge like they're back on earth they're bringing that shit back yeah so there's no need for anybody to like reach out and really kind of study ancient Egypt at this point mm -mm. Because yeah. that knowledge is all just coming in, and those aren't, that's not where you're going to find the answers. No. No, like, just more distortions, and you may find, like, pieces or threads, or, you know, depending on whatever your, your personal blueprint for your awakening journey as a human is, but... Like once you once your guides kind of get you on that path, you start waking up and you start pulling that information in. However, you do it. Like, like we're all back. All the gods are back. It's exciting. It is exciting. I can't wait until like shit with the Pope gets exposed the church like when you study 
Man, when you, you study etymology, like words, oh, that's, yeah, that's studying bugs, uh, whatever studying words is. Um, entomology? I don't know. But when you get into it and you start looking at the Bible, like the word Lord is means the same as ball, B-A-A-L. Mm-hmm. Um, and like how everything is like twisted and worded to like push the experience of God outside of you, to control you, satanic. Like the King James Bible, like the other book he wrote was like about uh, how to conjure demons. <laughs> Same dude. Hmm. Like the the churches. I mean Jesus, I believe like. Like, there are elements, there are pieces, and people have found, I think, and had the downloads of a lot of those pieces that that aren't really in the Bible, um, or ways to interpret the Bible that re-empower the person, you know, and they're able to hold the intention of... So, was the Bible a book of empowerment at one point? Yes. And it had been manipulated. In the 5th century under Constantine. Um, basically, um, it was tied in with like secret societies like the Knights Templar and these different like groups that still exist now. And um, it was kind of that emergence at that time. Um, you know, all the political power, all the power that existed was held in the church. So they took all the pieces of the Bible and whatever, framed it however they wanted to frame it, you know, extremely masculine and patriarchal. Uh, and then that became the standard. Deleted what they wanted to delete, changed what they wanted to change. It was under that empire. So the, you know, we, I guess the history and the narrative of history is the context that we have. So it's kind of hard to even ask questions because you're asking questions about something that's probably a lie. Mm -hmm. So I guess this really doesn't necessarily matter, but my brain wants to go down the lineage of, like my brain wants to go like uh, if, well, if the Bible's a lie, then Christianity's a lie, then Christ is a lie, then you know what I mean. But so there's there's an element that's dualistic. You're just in the polarity of it because both are true. Hmm. So with the Bible. I think, you know, where, where they get you is they try to paint you into this. It's a sin, which has its own word meaning, which I can't think of right now, but it's a whole Satan thing. Um, they, they try to disconnect you from what's real and from questioning. So if you question, it's a sin, and if you... You know, doubt any aspect of this or you don't you know continue to vows of poverty and and the meek shall inherit the earth like that's not the meek shall inherit the earth is not at all what was 
meant. I've, I've read channelings of Jesus where he's just like, no. That's... No, abundance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The meek will inherit the earth because the earth will fall away. You, you don't want the earth. <laughs> oh, that's will, interesting, they will too. They to the third dimension. Yeah, that's interesting, too, to think about that, like, all these fourth dimensional beings, like, flying off in spaceships and uh, all of the, the meek down on Earth with a burning. <laughs> like, not that that's going to happen, but it's, you know, it's just kind of what popped well, into my head. it's just that dimensional perspective. It's just that, that meek, you're too meek and afraid to go inward and know that you are God. You're going to stay stuck in the third dimension. You're going to stay stuck. That, that's Earth. Okay, so that is my, that's my question right there. So if, if all of that is a lie, so, okay, so the, the, the meek will and shall inherit the earth. So it's just an affirmation. Mm-hmm. That's just an affirmation. Those words. Well, convincing a people to be meek and, a, and fearful and afraid and telling them that that is a, a closer track to God. Mm. Yeah. And people, Christians, are so afraid. But it is so ingrained, so deeply in them. This is going to be something that awake people are going to have to heal this aspect mm-hmm. deeply before, before a lot of the rest of humanity will have access to this truth. Um, oh, man. They're, they're so afraid to question because the world is scary and they've been taught to be afraid and they've been taught that God is not within them and that they have to do these things and behave this way in order to know your know God loves you. And there's an act of deep forgiveness that has to take place within an individual to forgive themselves for believing that. Yeah. And so that in itself holds this. If you can't separate enough to see that and to and ask for that forgiveness for yourself in that way with that intention, you are carrying a level of density within your energetic body that you're you're just like you're just trapped in it. That's that piece where like where that forgiveness and gratitude are like so the thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely something in what you just said that provoked um, some duality in me, for sure. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Well, and you think, too, like, the the books of the Bible, it's presented to us now as, like, like, we kind of know that these people didn't all live at the same time, but, like, there was definitely a period of my life where I thought they did. (laughs) Like, it's not real clear. 
and it's by it's it's that way by design like they just took the book of enoch out like <laughs> and they yeah. like that talks about uh that talks about um multiple lives and how to interact with you within yourself going inside the pineal gland like all, nope we're just we'll just cut that part out in the like teachings of Jesus that that I've read or you know that have been channeled since that time which uh, a course in miracles mm -hmm. that book came out in let's say 72 in 1968 was when there was a, the law, there was, there was a law in place where it was like pun, punishable by jail or whatever for like going against the church, like blaspheming against the church. That law was overturned in 68. In 69, Jesus showed up and started channeling that book to this woman. By 72, she had it out. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the little puppy dog. Hi, puppy. You're puppy so dog. fierce. You're, you're very small, though. Oh. I like your tail. Oh, here it comes. You can come down here. I like your collar, too. You're very fancy. <laughs> Give me the stink eye. <laughs> it's like, you think I'm fancy? <laughs> okay. You, you may walk. Whew. Yeah, that's a lot of information. Um, yeah, there's definitely, it's hard for me to ask a question right now. It's, there's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse that my brain operates the way that it does. Oh, no, it's, it's fascinating. <laughs> it's absolutely fascinating. Like, I, I love talking about it it's like it's like you're a download machine <laughs> of of information where if i you know if i feel like i have done enough work i can talk to you and go like oh i ain't done shit <laughs> all right okay um but in serious it does bring up aspects of it's hard to find things to heal when you haven't had like massive trauma where it's not like glaringly obvious like oh no you have some shit to fucking work on it's like uh i mean you know it's so it's 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 can be hard to find things to show you like what you need to work on and so i, I actually appreciate it being in that state it's cool like i and i think because like so I've been searching so desperately for such a long time to understand myself and understand my experiences and the trauma and and all the layers and, and then uncovering the layers and realizing all the different like pieces from you know the moment you're born to the present moment now that like I don't know just I think being young having trauma and seeing the other side like seeing being on the other side of the veil going like wait a minute like 
all of this seems like a shitty version of that. <laughs> yeah. Like how? <laughs> how? Sure it does. So why? Why this? Why? Why this? And I've been asking that question on some level for so long. I like. I mean, I, I barely get anything else done. <laughs> well, and so the the sh the shaman podcast and book that I'm reading right now. Um, the purpose of the new Don Jose Ruiz book um, is to help pull humanity out of the underworld, out of the roots, out of the mind, out of and balancing the tree of life, the triad, balancing all of it because this place is a trick of the mind and the, it, it shows how powerful the mind is, but it also, um, and it shows how malleable reality is. There's all sorts of things that, to, to observe about all of this, but his point <clears throat> is to, or the point of that book is to teach you how to pull humanity out of this you know, 90% of their existence is in the, the lower realm, the hell realm, the, the, this place. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're at. It's so necessary. And I think people are, there's so much information out there, which is on one hand, great, because it gives people the opportunity to follow the path that resonates with them, find their soul tribe at some point, who they really are on a soul level by what they're drawn to and what they're passionate about. But it's also when you're flying in the face of a Christian narrative that has one book and one source of all truth and information as has been sold to us, it can be, it can be a very lonely and overwhelming and, and scary place when you start to go inward and you're getting forced into uncomfortable situations and you want to do the right thing, but what's the right thing and now and Oh, but feel it, but my head says this and my body says that, and I don't know how to listen to either one. And Yeah. Well, so imagine this. This is the way I like to look at it. Imagine that you, your entire being, drops into a reality that is blank. There's nothing there. It's just a void, right? And as you say, we'll say you're in a body of some form. Say you have the body you're in, whatever. But reality is blank. You're in this void. And as you start to have a thought or an idea, you recognize that your reality starts changing. So if you think about seeing a blue house, a blue house bears, like, oh shit. And then. I think you, it's important not to cut you off, but it's important to say that you have to, like, your thoughts don't really matter. They matter when you witness your thought and then put your energy behind that thought. 
So I think that gives people a little bit more like, oh god, I can't control my mind and my mind. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. This yeah was not <laughs> somebody a, uh, an absolute. <laughs> like I can't have thoughts. I didn't want to think about that. Now what the fuck's gonna happen? No, like you can have you can have dark thoughts. You can have scary thoughts. You can have all those things, and you can observe those thoughts without putting your energy into them. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. So. Thank you for explaining a better term for a better idea of manifestation. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. I know. I'm sorry. Um, I felt no, bad. Like I'm cutting you off there. No, it's okay. I appreciate that. It's, that's an important part. <laughs> Send somebody into a psychotic break. <laughs> um, so, you know, so, yeah, my point was that, so you get dropped into this place and you, you, you learn how to manifest, you know how to manifest and you're manifesting your own reality. And then you end up being, being here, right? Like being dropped into, cause that's really what you're capable of here, but it's, it's, you know, you're born into this place, right? Mm -hmm. You're born into, you're not born into a blank slate. You're born into this place and you're never taught how to actually do any of those things. You're just here kind of in this manifestation that's already existed. So in a sense, it almost feels like you've been dropped into this reality that you can create, but your machine is broken. Mm -hmm. It's not even that it's broken. It's just, you, just, you just don't know how to fucking use it. And nobody's telling you how to use it. And in nobody else knows how to use theirs either. In, in fact, they're telling you the opposite of... Yeah, yeah. There's another group of people that are tricking you into using it the wrong way. Yeah. And it and it creates this place that you're stuck in, and it's 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 so fucking bizarre. But that's really what the experience is. It's like yeah. you're you're creating this entire reality. You learn that you kind of know that, but you also recognize that there are other people that are creating it with you. So it's important that they understand how to use you use their tools. Yeah, you, but you can't tell them about it because. Because they think, won't hear you. Yeah, they, they right, physically can't hear you. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of bonkers. Yeah, but you, that is—it's really where we're at. It's really, yeah. <laughs> you literally, just have to like—you have to trust the energetics of your beingness. Well, and dude, it's nice that we have aliens and fucking other higher-dimensional beings that are bringing in some sort of guidelines and fucking information. <laughs> I know, man, that was my, like, that was my thing. But last week, I think, I was having an existential crisis about, like, they seem real organized on the dark side. <laughs> like, they got their shit together. They've been doing this all hot minute. And if we're the ones expected to save the planet, I feel like a bumbling idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's funny, considering funny considering the knowledge that you have and what <laughs> you understand because man you're up against a, a bigger bumble oh <laughs> uh, yeah I mean there, there's that piece where you just okay like they seem real organized they also don't die but we have so do we, this, I guess that's another good question, real quick, well, since you brought it up. Is dying, 
dying is just an agreement, right? Dying is, you don't die in the fifth dimension. You don't die in the fourth dimension. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just an agreement, but we've agreed in so many small ways that the food that we eat, the air that we breathe, the thoughts that we have about aging, medicine, like we've agreed on so many levels and like unwinding that just takes time. It can be done. It can, I, I believe that it can be done in this lifetime to unwind that, if that is the soul's, the oversoul's purpose. So, I believe that too. Um, what, uh, let me think here. So what dictates that? Is it the, the ascension of the collective? Is it the ascension of the individual? Or is the ascension of the individual a, the direct correlation to what collective it exists within? Therefore, you have absolute power over all of it. If you were to heal yourself, the collective you exist within would also heal itself. You are 100% empowered. 100%. You cannot look at someone else and go, I'm doing the work. I have healed all of these aspects of myself. You're holding me behind. Let's try to get to this place. Yeah. It's all about your healing, right? Yeah. So, because in the quantum, the healed collective already exists. It's yes. just you healing yourself to tune into the collective that's already there. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, in no way does another being walking around they are a trigger they can they can trigger you therefore showing you the areas within you that you need to still heal but you are not it, it is your collective that you are it's your frequency that you're tuning into it's how much density that you have cleared out of your beingness your line um, and how much because the more density you clear out the more light can come in the higher your resonance so what would you say to the, the folks out there who, because, so my mind immediately goes to in that instance, peace, fuck y'all bitches. <laughs> I, I'm out. I'm going to go live on a mountain and I'm going to figure this shit out and I will meet you on the other side. Like I'm, I'll come back for you, but I'm going to be at a different, I'm going to be in a different reality where it's where I'm going to meet you. So if you're married right? If you're, if you're very tight with your family, very tight with your friends and you are, are going through this healing process, but you are in a, a committed relationship with someone that is not going through this healing aspect, mm -hmm. how do you handle something like that? Um, so I think it's important, like, there's no jump cuts in any of this. And what's beautiful about that thought, it can be frustrating because, hey, you know, you want to rush to the next thing, right? But what's beautiful is that because you cannot cut in front and you can't sidestep any of this, it is such a natural evolution within you that... A shifting in resonance with 
it, it won't hurt you in that way. I mean, there can, there can be moments of frustration and all of that when you're kind of in, in the process of the things and the, the growth and why aren't they doing it? And you can never really discount somebody else's path to awakening. You may be playing a very important, you know, planting very important seeds. Uh, there's a, a quote that I really like that is, um, you won't wake the sheep, but you might wake a sleeping lion. And so you, all you can do is do the work that resonates with your soul. Feel your feelings, know yourself, learn yourself in, in the ways that you feel drawn to do. And if you have a day where you're, you have a period of time where you're like, you know what, fuck this, I don't want to do this right now. I want to be with my partner. I want us to have fun. I don't want to worry about this. You, you can absolutely make that choice and that's not derailing you in any way. That's, that's just part of it. You're, you're still ascending. They're still ascending, regardless of their conscious awareness of it or not. And ultimately, if it comes to a point where it's time for someone who chose to, their, their soul chose to be part you know, stay as, as part of the third dimensional collective and it's time for them to pass away and go on to another third dimensional planet that can support their, their continued growth. You're going to be at a place where like you, you will, and, and you will have a, a deep level of acceptance and understanding and compassion and gratitude and love all of those things that exist in those higher dimensions effortlessly you will be able to hold all of that and uh, as it pertains to you know families partner it can be tough like you can also reach a point where you go like you know what man like we're out of resonance like i just don't care anymore see ya like, I want to go do this thing. It can become that, but like, whichever split, whichever way that path goes, and whatever decision you're making in the moment, whatever emotion, like, you're feeling in the moment, make sure you just feel it. There's not really a right or wrong or a good or a bad. You're not, you can't do it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. There's, as you were saying that, I was kind of getting a, a vision of that split and the it, it just it made a lot of sense to be able to 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 kind of see that and with the with the split being a loved one and you being able to hold all of the compassion and the gratefulness for the relationship. On the other side of that, Sorry. that okay. loved one who may be going to a third dimensional existence elsewhere to facilitate their own growth, are, they're not holding that same perspective necessarily. Not necessarily. Um. They could feel 
not that way towards you? Possibly. Um, you know, more than likely, you'll fall out of resonance and both come to some level of mutual understanding where you part ways. Your reality will just start shifting and changing around you and you'll start having more people that are that you are in resonance with and you like how that feels over something that isn't and just kind of like which I, I think is how people break up anyway um, in terms of like you know, we're seeing a lot of marriages and relationships break up mm -hmm. man everybody spent 10 weeks home together <laughs> Oh, bigger the, dog. The, uh, the divorce rate jumped 25%. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's kind of why I was asking, because I think there's a huge population of people that are dealing with that, you know, yeah. that, that, like, there's these splits in these families of, like, oh, this person's kind of, like, going through this awakening, and then this person over here is, you know, still very much looking at them, as you know this person maybe is, is a christian who's looking at them is like thinking that what they're doing is wrong or whatever it may be well i'd say it's you got like that is that's a tricky spot too because it's holding all duality all judgment and it doesn't matter they as you're doing the work and you're you're integrating your shadow and you're you're communicating with your guys and you're having like these synchronicities and you're going like, holy shit, like this is fucking for real. You're, you're holding, you're holding a higher perspective. You're holding a greater sense of compassion. You may have frustration, but you can't judge. You don't know that your partner, their soul's mission, they may be a higher dimensional being and right here, right now, their soul's mission is to play a particular role in maybe your life, maybe somebody else's life or whatever, and holding that polarity so that that stays happening here to force growth in someone else. Like, you don't know. Hi, little dog. Or if it's a family member and it's... You know, they're judging you because they're Christian and they think you've gone off the deep end, which is currently occurring in my family. Uh, but you know the truth and the truth sits different. Yeah. It sits different in it's the undeniable. body. It's undeniable. undeniable. You can question it. You question it all you want. Question yeah. it all you want. And you will, it, it is, it just is the truth. And at that point, and then when the universe, you start coming online and you start sitting in that truth a little bit more, a little bit more, and you see the universe starting to conspire to give you everything that you want to empower you on this soul mission that you may not fully understand or fully be aware of, but like you start seeing the, the signs and getting the hits and the, oh, okay, oh, okay, this is better than I ever thought it could be. And you start breaking up with some of the conditioning and the this and the that. It gets easier to then look at people that don't hold that and go, oh, okay, well, you're playing this particular role. And, you know, this is, this is what your soul's doing. Okay. 
I'm glad it's not what mine's doing. That's still kind of in judgment. You don't really have to think of it that way. <laughs> My personal well, view is that, um, but you never know. Like somebody else may be like, man, I don't, I did not come here for that light. I came here for an easy lifetime. I'm just holding my, my, holding my light as it is on earth. I don't intend to consciously wake up whatsoever. And when after this lifetime, I'm fucking out. Like we don't know. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, that, I felt like that for a long time here. I mean, it wasn't so much that I'm not, not waking up, but of like, oh, I came here to chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, like, you know, like and hold light. I think that people that more, don't have a lot of trauma are in that space too. I feel like if you don't feel like you have this deep, because I don't feel like I have a deep amount of healing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's, there's things there. There's things to work through. Uh, and there's definitely conditioning. But I think that there is a lot of people that are, are doing just that, whether they wake up or not. I don't know how, um, I haven't just decided, determined which one that I think is better. <laughs> Hold your light awake or hold your light asleep. I think awake, for sure. I think awake. I, I, personally, for me, I think awake. Yeah. Unless you're so asleep that you don't know what the fuck's going on. And, like, like you're not scared of anything. <laughs> like, if, you're, if you can't hold fear at all and you're asleep, <laughs> like, all right. That's, could see, could see that. It sounds a bit boring, though. Yeah, it's interesting like uh, yeah I think I would definitely choose awake at this level like I I enjoy the game and there's been so much healing for me that was able to take place thanks to the waking up process and Yeah, I mean, I'm like thinking about like the worker bee virtues that I'm trying to overcome. And man, that's just a pure 100% distraction from my trauma to dive into. And you know, oh, I've got to do this earth like job thing really well and have other people tell me I'm, I'm good at what I'm doing. and. Like, oh boy, like now I step back and I go, oh, like, holy fucking trauma response. Like, all you want to do is like not any of this shit. And all you're doing is all of this shit because you want somebody to tell you that you're lovable. Ugh. I would not have figured that out. <laughs> not gone through the awakening process. 